Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is a Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 123. Bazinga. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he doesn't want to be that dad at his son's soccer games, Pat Flynn. (laughs) What's up, everybody? I don't want to make a scene. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. This is session 123 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thank you so much. And we're just going to dive right into today's episode, which is yet another awesome success story of somebody who's doing online business outside of the how to build a blog, how to make money online space. And these are the most popular episodes in the Smart Passive Income Archive. In episode 122, you heard Shane and Jocelyn Sams who are just crushing it. And that was actually one of the most popular recent episodes. I've gotten a ton of emails from people saying how awesome that episode was. Uh, back in episode 107, there was Lisa and Jason from 100daysofrealfood.com, a food blog who is doing very well right now. And And speaking of food blogs, we have a pastry chef and her partner today with us. This is Gretchen and Jason, and this is another incredible success story, somebody who is taking sort of what they're doing already and just filming it and putting it online and just absolutely mind-blowing, a YouTube channel of over 100,000 subscribers, tips and secrets and you know baking ideas, and a ton of people are watching our videos. I see some of these videos here with over half a million views on how to make a three-tiered wedding cake and moist vanilla sponge cake and how to write on cakes, like all this amazing stuff. And it wasn't always like that, though. She had a blog and a YouTube channel for a while, and then she hired Jason to come along, and he's here. They're both with us today, and Jason's going to talk about how he took her sort of hobby blog and YouTube channel, something that she was sort of doing on the side a little bit, and actually turned it into something that was awesome and profitable. So let's just get right into today's episode. Again, this is Gretchen from Woodland Bakery. Uh, she has a YouTube channel, Woodland Bakery TV. She also, she also has a blog at woodlandbakeryblog.com. And then her partner, Jason, talking about all the strategies they use to take it from eh to awesome. Here it is. Hey, everybody, what's up? I'm here with Jason and Gretchen from woodlandbakery.com. This is just a, a truly amazing story that we're going to hear. So first of all, welcome, Jason, Gretchen. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Thanks, Pat. Nice to be here. Hi, Pat. Thank you. 
Now, Jason, let's start with you. Tell us the history behind the woodlandbakeryblog.com. Sorry, I had that wrong before. Woodlandbakeryblog.com. Um, how, how can a bakery blog take off like it did? Where did it all start? So um, for about three years prior to Gretchen and I meeting, she did have a channel. Um, basically, it was a YouTube channel. She had a little blog and a Facebook account. And, um, you know, she had a following. I, I wouldn't say it's exactly as big as it is now. But, um, you know, she did drum up some, some interest. Um, long story short, that, that partnership eventually severed. Um, prior to them severing, Gretchen actually hired me to sort of be like her internet marketing guy. Um, she was doing pretty well with, you know, establishing, you know, a following and, and getting an audience. However, she didn't really know how to turn it into much more than that. Um, so she hired me. We started working together for, for a little while, maybe a couple of months, months, I would say. Um, that partnership didn't work out. She, she actually then quit. Um, <laughs> I pretty much begged her to do it again. <laughs> and um, reluctantly, she agreed. I mean, you know, she did have something good. And um, her previous partner was pretty funny. And she was really concerned as to how well we would mesh. Um, you know, aside from that, um, you know, she, she just wasn't sure, really, what it came down to. Um, I convinced her, mainly because I saw the potential. Um, anyone who's listening to this, and Pat, you know this, one of the hardest things to do when, when we're building blogs is really create an audience. I mean, that's, that's really the trick. If you can do that, the rest of it sort of falls in place, um, as long as you're doing the work. Can I jump in? Sure. I just was going to say that I was doing this before I met Jason because I loved doing it. I, with a uh, ex-partner of mine, we created a YouTube channel and the deal was we're going to do this until it's no longer fun. And it was fun for a while and then it stopped being fun. And it seems that it stopped being fun when the money came into the picture, which is when we hired Jason. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that I love doing it. I love doing the videos. I love teaching people how to bake, but I never really connected the money part to it. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's really just all I'm saying, that I, I knew I needed to hire Jason because I was creating a business. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's really where he came in. And then, you know, my ex-partner and I separated. And then, you know, because Jason saw that business potential where I still really hadn't, um, which is pretty much where I was about to just go, well, you know what? It was fun. I think I've had enough of it. But he saw the business potential where I still really hadn't. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and Pat, I think something that um, I, I want to mention, because I know it's really difficult in the beginning for people who, who are just starting. Gretchen and I both are not money chasers at all. And I saw that in her. I'm not. She's not. And basically, when we first started, we said, look, Every decision that we make going forward will not be around money. Um, it will be around, you know, serving our audience. And since that day, that's exactly what we've been doing is serving our audience, giving away more for free than we charge for. And, you know, basically that's that's really our motto and, and we stick to it. 
Now, I would love to dive into more of the strategies and things like that. But before I get to that, I want to talk about what was going through your head, Jason, when you saw that Gretchen was kind of eh, sort of, you know, maybe we'll, we had a good run, but we're done. What was it about what she had that that helped you understand that this was something that should be, um, you know, that should still have attention and uh, put into it? Yeah, so that's pretty easy. Um, I've. I've had some success with e-commerce and basically I, I was in conversion optimization and um, I, I did really well with it and I started, I must, excuse me, I must have started five or six blogs and failed at every single one of them. Um, and then when I saw that, you know, she worked hard, she didn't, didn't really care whether or not she made money or not and um, I, I recognized that people liked her. And I just said, look, I can set this up to be successful. I, I know I can. Um, let's give it a shot. I'm, I'm strictly business. I'm, I'm serious. And I think that's sort of when she said, sure. And uh, that, that's really what I saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw that, that, you know, quite frankly, sort of like how you treat your audience. She really puts them first. And I think that's really what, what, what you know, what I saw. Right. There's a quote by Chris Garrett. He says, when it gets difficult is often right before you succeed. And a lot of people I see who are amazing and provide a ton of value, but they're just not seeing results or they're just not having fun anymore and it becomes difficult and they try to do things and it just doesn't work out the first time, they often quit. And I think it's sad because a lot of times it's right before something amazing happens. So it's really cool that you guys hooked up sort of right before and then all of a sudden things started to go well. What were some of the first things you did to help make change for, for the site, for the brand? So basically our agreement was really simple. Gretchen, you continue, continue doing what you're doing and I will deal with the back end stuff. So what I did was we created a blog. Um, she did have one prior to us, but oh, it was terrible. When I go back and look <laughs> at my old blog post before Jason and just the way it was laid out, it was horrible. Oh, trust me, I know that feeling. <laughs> I have a couple of posts that talk about my old the, what the blog used to look like, and it just it is hard. But you oh, know, it's a, it's a progress, and um, that's really cool. So, w- was it a brand new blog, or was it just a new design on top of what you already had? No, it was a brand new blog. That previous company had to um, kind of be dissolved. So we start, you know, we started from scratch. So we started from zero, even though she did have a following, you know, obviously no one really followed us in the beginning. They sort of found us after, but it was a brand new blog. We started from scratch. Um, She did have, I should, I should mention to, to be, you know, transparent. She did have some posts from the prior blog that I did say to her, look, Gretchen, I don't want you to keep it the exact same because I, I think we will be penalized for that. But rewrite them. You can keep the same sort of subject line, but just change them around so it looks unique and it looks new to, to our blog. Mm. That's sort of what she did. Um, I taught her how to link between, you know, posts, how to sort of, you know, create this this link pattern throughout the website so that things sort of flow. So if, 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 if she's creating a post and somehow it connects with another post, um, make sure you link to it. And and this was all foreign to me because basically before Jason came along, I was pretty much putting up a video with a recipe um, saying, hey, everybody, here it is. Go ahead and do it. And that was the extent and of the blog it. post. Yeah. yeah. And so what Jason taught me 
and I really didn't even know what he was teaching me. Basically, he'd say, okay, you have to do this, that, and the other thing, and I would do that, and I didn't really understand what I was doing, but now when I look at Woodland Bakery blog, it is pretty amazing, and now I understand what he was directing me to do. Pages linked to other pages, and it's, it's pretty cool. How long so did it now, take you to sort of understand uh, what was going on? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, when I first got into WordPress and blogging, I was just kind of doing whatever. And then right. uh, eventually I started to pick things up and saw what worked. What, when, yeah. at, what, at, what point, at what point were you like, wow, okay, I get it now? Mm, it took me a couple of months. Jason and I got together at, what, January, at January, February of last year. So it took me a couple of months of just hardcore digging in, like all day working on blogging, figuring out the links and, you know, how to link pages to another. Mm. Um, so I don't know, I would say probably by the summer. So a good six months it took me to really understand what I was doing. And but, but the key was, Pat, is that she really didn't question it. I said, look, Gretchen, let me worry about this. You worry about awesome content. I said, just do it and you'll see, you know, what happens later. And she did. I mean, there are some things that obviously she had her opinion about, but for the most part, <laughs> if I said something, yeah. she would just do it. Like the email list. What do we need that for? Right, she has no idea why <laughs> we need that. So, um, well, as Chris yeah. Stucker says, do what you do best and hand off the rest. Yes. And, um, you know, it seems like it was a perfect sort of marriage between both of you in terms of this business. Now let's talk about numbers. What is the business look like now? What are the numbers and can you share revenue and anything that you have to provide us to, to give us an understanding of what's going on now? Yeah, sure. Um, so right now the blog is making upwards of, I'm, I can't really give you an exact number because sure. it, it obviously changes, but it, it's anywhere between 10,000 a month to 11, 12,000 um, a month. That's awesome. But, but, but Pat, I have to add that she runs a bakery full-time, I work full-time, and I live an hour away from my job. So this is not like two people working on it 24-7. This is like it's sort income. of, <laughs> yeah, really, it That's is. That's so cool. How are you generating this passive income? So a, a couple of ways. Now, um, we do rely on Google AdWord, uh, AdSense, and I know there's obviously a debate whether or not people like that on their blog. I, I know that that's not something that you like to uh, take advantage of. However, oh, I do. I mean, I, on, on a few sites that the primary uh, monetization model, like on security guard training HQ is AdSense. Now, are you, are you talking about AdSense on, on woodlandbakeryblog.com or are you talking about AdSense specifically in the YouTube videos that you have? Well, we do both. Oh, we are, both. Par okay. yeah, we're a partner on YouTube cool. and, and then obviously AdSense on the blog. And, Really, what we've done is pretty inter interesting. I mean, um, we get double views, so people watch it on YouTube, and then they come back to the blog, and we have the videos there, and they watch them again there, and then, um, you know, so we, we are hitting it twice, and that's really been a big success as well. That's something that um, I don't think Gretchen was doing in the beginning, and it's really, really, A, helped us get more views on YouTube, and it's definitely helped our AdSense dollars. I mean, mm -hmm. our monthly um, or let's say daily traffic really hasn't increased all that much over the last, let's say, three or four months. But as we get smarter, the revenue increases. Sure. Um, so I yeah. think 
the video strategy is fantastic. It's a great way to reach an audience out there. A lot of people are searching, especially for things like recipes on YouTube. And those are types of things that people will watch again and again, you know, and they bookmark them, they save them, they share them. And bringing people back to your site is always a good thing to do because, um, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're also selling things like eBooks and other products uh, that people wouldn't know about unless they came back to your site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gretchen, you like to speak to that a little bit? No, well, that is true. And, um, you know, in the beginning, when I, I have to compare a lot to my previous partnership and the business, and I'm doing that in quotations because I didn't really set out to start a business. I just sort of set out to go, hey, I love baking and who else does, you know, like that. So, um, and it turned into a business. So I relied a lot on just the YouTube and didn't really understand how having a blog could support and actually overrun the revenue from a YouTube or anything else like that. But I do understand now how it all really does work together between the Facebook. I also post on Pinterest and that links back to the blog. And so I have learned a lot in the past year with Jason regarding blogging. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because a lot of people try to think that it's all about YouTube. And I do finally understand that that's just a part of it. Can you give us, Gretchen, a sort of an idea of how often you post and how do you know what to post and sort of what the content schedule is like? Because since Mm. since, since you're the one producing the content, what is that like for you throughout the week? Well, pretty much I own a bakery and what I've learned is that people, there's so many people who want to own a bakery. So everything I post when it comes to videos, to blog posts, to just any recipe that I decide to make, it's all in line with what I do at the bakery, which is a very seasonal business. Hmm. So for example, in November, we're doing pumpkin pies and at Christmas time, we're doing Christmas cakes. So um, it's basically whatever I'm doing at the bakery translates into a video, which then translates into a blog post. And then that flows through to Pinterest and everybody is searching specific things at specific times. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's a no-brainer. How are you getting people from the videos to come back to the blog? Do you guys do anything specific? Uh (laughs) Well, if they want the recipe, they've got to go to the blog. I do not. I do not give the ingredients. See, we don't edit our videos. I don't know if you've checked out any of what we're doing, but we just we don't edit. First of all, we don't have the time. Jason and I both work full-time jobs, and there's just no time to edit. So it is very raw, Um, and so we don't add the um, ingredients uh, list and quantities to the video. That's how we drive them to the blog. If you want to get the recipe, you've got to go there, but we link it in the description and in the video. Yeah, that's really smart. Good job, guys. (laughs) A lot of people aren't doing that. I mean, there's so many people with sometimes hundreds of thousands of subscribers who are just posting videos and that's it. They don't take their audience anywhere else. And it's just, it boggles my mind sometimes. I just want to like email them and be like, hey, you can be doing so much more. But that, that, that's awesome to hear that you guys are doing that. Now, you guys are, are doing very well here with very little time because you're obviously sort of already doing a lot of the work with your bakery in person and recording that and posting it and all this stuff. You have the systems down. What is keeping you at your current position? A lot of people in your position, I would feel, would, um, you know, especially with the income that's coming in, you know, do this more and be able to sort of expand on what they've created online. What's keeping you? At, what's keeping you in the bakery? Question. Well, that's the plan, and we're on our way there. I mean, that is the ultimate plan. Um, 
you know, I I own the bakery, so I'm sort of chained to it. Mm-hmm. So if I can free myself from that, which is in the in the plans right now, um, I would love to do this full time. So that really is the sh- the short term goal. Yeah, and I I have a ten month old and a stay at home mom, and so that's sort of you know my reasoning at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely something that is not going to be you know final. Yeah, I mean, Jason and I together have only been doing this for one year, and we have seen um, the money that it's bringing in, basically just piecemealing it together, giving it time once a week, sometimes only once a month, sometimes not. So we both understand the potential and what it could bring if we did it full-time, so we're working towards full-time. But, but Pat, I think we would be not serving the audience all that well if we didn't mention that in the beginning, we worked until oh, yeah. 2 or 3 in the morning, oh, absolutely. Seven, days, 7 days a week. I was going to ask you, how much work did you really put in the beginning? And oh, yeah. so, so I appreciate I'd that. Say for seven months, it was literally every week filming, we didn't miss a week, and then after filming, we'd go home, we'd be up until 2 in the morning blogging, putting the videos together and then working on, you know, for the following week, working on what we were going to do the next week. Right. So we would start at 7 a.m., both of us at work. We would work all day. I would drive an hour to the bakery. Wow. We would film. Until 10 or 11. Until 10, 11, I would get home, you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And this went on for about seven months. So I I don't want to make it seem like this is like we woke up and all of a sudden this is all happening. I mean, we did put the work in for the first, I would say, six or seven months for yeah. sure. How did you know it was going to work? We didn't really care, I don't think. I think that one of the biggest mistakes that I've made starting blogs is that I'm you get so wrapped up in the numbers and the traffic and the analytics and all these things that don't really mean anything in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and also having someone else working with you, I think really makes it a little easier because you kind of have an obligation to that other person. And I mean, yeah, it'd be like, Oh, do you want to film this week? And then he'd be like, not really. And I'd be like, but we have to. <laughs> so we sort of, you know, it's like getting a gym partner. You drag each other there totally. and you just do it. So much easier when you go with somebody else for mm-hmm. sure. That is really cool. Uh, what kind of camera were you using? I'm just curious, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we, we purchased at first a really inexpensive, like, Handycam C X something. It was cheap. It was like $150. And everyone was complaining. I mean, everyone. So um, Gretchen gave me the the marching orders to go buy a new one, but her exact words were, it better not be too high def. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I look horrible. I just worked all day. I don't want to be in high def. <laughs> so now we're using a the upgraded model of the Sony Handycam. It's a, it's a better one. I don't know. I, I don't really know the exact model. I know, and maybe we should know because we do get this question a lot. <laughs> but um, again, you know, we really don't pay attention to all the things that you think you should pay attention to in the beginning. But we will. When we can do this full time <laughs> and we both have the time to put to it, we plan to really make it so much better. That's awesome. I love that you said that, yet you are still incredibly successful. Like, you know there's uh, there's a lot more upside to this. And I think I hope that shows everybody that you don't need to start out with the best equipment. Um, you don't need to, you know, you just have to have that passion for what you do, but also just keep working at it. And it's not going to be easy. I love that. I love that so much. Um now, okay, it's a bakery blog. You talk about recipes. 
there's probably over a million other sites that do the same thing. How or why do you believe Woodland Bakery blog has taken off like it has? Uh I really believe in my heart and soul that the reason why people look, we're an ADD generation and and people have a very short um, span of attention when you're flipping through, searching for things. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll only give it a few seconds to decide if you're going to stay or go. And I think that when I show up and there I am and I'm in my bakery, I do believe that that's why people stay and give me maybe an extra minute to see if I'm worth staying for the rest of the time or even a sub. Um, so, you know, I, you're right. There are so many people out there doing the same thing that I'm doing, but I'm the only professional in a professional kitchen that's giving away all the secrets. Everyone else is in their home kitchen. Mm. Yeah. And she's, she's a CIA, uh, culinary Institute of America trained. Oh, okay. I thought she was like a spy or (laughs) no, (laughs) no, but you know, I think. I think from my point of view, Pat, and I'm sorry if you were wanting to move on, but no, no, from, from, my, from my point of view, and I think you can sort of relate to this better than she can because I don't think she takes much credit for this. Um, you know, Gretchen is Gretchen, and she is not shy to say, guys, look, I'm sorry. I've been busy. I, I'm sorry I didn't get to you. And she doesn't play that I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. She is unique, and we just had a conversation prior to getting on with you um, basically when people start blogs, they try to be somebody that they're not. And they think that that is what's going to separate them. Meanwhile, there's only one of you. And if you can be you, you will naturally separate yourself from everyone else. And I think Gretchen really does that well. She just is herself. And I think people gravitate to that. We film videos in July in my kitchen and it's 100 degrees. And I tell people, you want to own a bakery? It's 100 degrees. This sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So I am very real about it. Everyone should be real on their sites. I I honestly believe that that's what's helped me gotten to where I'm at. And I do appreciate you both talking about that, Um, especially in the beginning. You know, like you said, a lot of people try to be somebody they're not or they you know they try to be like somebody else who is already successful but you're always going to be behind that person if you keep doing that and um you know Gretchen you had talked about that your sort of unfair advantage over everybody else is the fact that you are in a professional kitchen um but I think everybody should also understand that like you said Jason nobody is like each and every one of us and even though there are a million other people out there talking about recipes and 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 baking and things like that um, there are people who will like you best, you know, no matter what it is, as long as you're you, yourself, you give people something to um, remember you by. And we have a hundred thousand of them right now that like us best. Yeah, that's 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 so cool. And, <laughs> and, and growing. And, and and beyond that, it's like they probably like other bakeries, too. Um, right. And because there's similar similarities. But I mean, it's it's so cool because I remember when Jason sent me the the story, uh, April 25th, 2014. And, um, you know, it took a while because there's been a backlog of interviews since then. It's now it's now almost August of 2014. So several months later. And in his initial email, he's like, oh, we have about 74,000 email or uh, YouTube subscribers. And I just checked before before the call. And you guys just passed 100,000 
YouTube subscribers. Um, congrat- congratulations on that. I, and and I know personally that I haven't been using YouTube as much as I should be. It's something that is going to hopefully change in the future. Do you have any tips for me and for everybody else out there who is looking to get back into YouTube or looking to use, use YouTube? What's your what's the 20% that you do on YouTube to get 80% of your results? All right, well, first of all, let me just say this because I think it's really important. We receive just under a million views per month. Maybe just, you know, 800,000. This is every month. And we're making about $2,300 a month. So the first thing I'd say is... That's, wait, $23,000 from... $2,300, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, $2,300, but where is that? Uh, on, that, just on YouTube. Just on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So, what I guess. Views. Yeah, and so I guess what my point is is that it's 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 a lot of views and not a lot of money. So I would never ever recommend using YouTube as your main source of income ever. I but mean, I believe that's where it all comes from in my experience. And if I want to see how to make something, I go to YouTube and I search it. And so I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm right, but. And I'm not putting all my stock in YouTube, but I do feel that YouTube drives a lot of our traffic to the blog. Mm-hmm. And then Jason shows me the numbers and he tells me, no, you're wrong. And I, you know, <laughs> so then we fight. Right. <laughs> yeah. So in the beginning it was YouTube and now it's, it's, now it's mostly Google. Um, although most of it really is direct traffic. So really who knows where they came from. But mm-hmm. um, are you guys utilizing your email list um, as far as? You know, if you come out with a new post, you're messaging everybody. Yeah, so that was something that was really huge for us. Um, we have about 25,000 subscribers now. That was way over 25. We must have had 30 or 40,000, but I've always just d- deleted people who haven't been active. So yeah. it's it's around 25,000. And basically what we do is we do have auto broadcasts mm-hmm. through Aweber and that has brought us, I would say, an extra like $50, $60 every single day with AdSense that there was a post. So wow. that's really helped um, for sure. Does a post go out every day? Not really. I mean, what, what Gretchen does is if, if, if we've done some seasonal videos, let's say last July, and they're relevant for um, now, mm-hmm. she, you know, we can't always bake another cake. I mean, it's expensive. I mean, and mostly we don't have the time. We don't have the time. I'll just sort of recycle old videos from last month and, you know, rerun them. We have so many new followers every single day that haven't seen that last year. So that's that's a really important point. I hope mm -hmm. everybody got that because you can reintroduce a lot of your older posts Especially in the beginning, you know, when you think about when you first start a blog, you know, you're always so excited. That's when you write your best content for <laughs> like an audience of zero. And then all of a sudden you start to build an audience and everybody doesn't catch those first articles. You can bring those back. I've rewritten posts and brought the same topics back from way back in the day that have done really well. And, you know, you might worry that people will be like, oh, I read this before. or I've seen this before. Nobody says that. No. Um, and even if they do. Oftentimes they haven't taken action on it and are like, wow, that was a great, great reminder. So you should absolutely be recycling older posts. Uh, that, that's uh, a great tip. Thank you, Gretchen. Yeah, so that's, sure. th- that's definitely something that, that's worked for us. Um, and then, you know, we, we, we would like to be on a better schedule 
Uh, we started out doing Thursdays, then we did, you know, like Mondays, and it's really difficult working full time. But um, the recycling of the posts really have helped. I mean, we do reach so many people. I mean, I think our po our, our videos collectively every day get somewhere between like forty and fifty thousand views every day, and Sweet. we get about three hundred subscribers every day. So that's on your YouTube email? or YouTube YouTube, YouTube. Okay, yeah, sorry. Awesome. That that is really cool. Um, what were some of the? Have you guys done anything? Because you guys are both working full time, and I think this is a, a a position a lot of people are in who haven't, you know, been able to find extra time. What advice would you give, since both of you have done it or are doing it, to somebody who is working full time who wants to start something on the side? I get this question a lot. People ask when when they find out actually that. I'm making money, they say, wow, how can you make money doing this? So I explain it to them, everything that Jason and I do, but, and then, you know, the light bulb goes and they go, oh, wow, I should do this. Well, the first thing I'll explain to them is don't do it because you expect you're going to make money because chances are you're not. And even if you do, you won't for quite a while. So, I mean, the best advice is to, just, you know, if there's something that you really love and you feel that you have information to share with people, then do it for that reason only and the money will come later. Um, you know, I basically, Jason and I both have two full-time jobs. I work the bakery all day, then I work the blog all night. He works his full-time job, then he works on the blog all night. So we, ba we both basically have two full-time jobs and um, I don't hate it because I love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. and my... my I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, what about family time or, or other important things beyond that? Is, that, uh, is there time well, for that? Or? I'm a bit of a workaholic, so yeah, those things do go by the wayside, so I, you might not want to use me as the model. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I... I, I yeah. Well, so, sorry, Jason. Uh, I keep no, no, cutting you off there. No, no, no. I was right, going to say, right. but I mean, you're putting in the hard work now, Gretchen, and perhaps when you do go full time with this, that'll that'll allow you a ton more time Definitely. outside of the bakery. And that's the goal. That yeah. is the goal. Awesome, yeah. Jason. Yeah, I would I would say that you know just be committed to whatever you're doing, and 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 you know I know there's a lot out there whether or not you need to love what you're doing, and you know, or some people say you don't have to, and um, I know Dane says that, but. Um, for for us personally, I I love internet marketing. I love w what we do, and she loves what we what she does, and I think that's really what keeps us going. And um, the other thing is really just try to help people. And if that's all you do, if you just try to really help people, I I think you know you're you're going to be way ahead of anybody else or everybody else or most people, I guess. Um, that would be my. Be I don't know. I think that's a weird kind of, I mean, I get it because we are helping people, but most people who go into business aren't looking at it. it. Look, we're not working charity, right? So, but I think what's kept me in it is that we're helping so many people. There's been a lot of times where I've wanted to quit. I go, you know what? All I do is work. I work the bakery all day. Now I got to go home and do these blogs. There's a hundred questions waiting for me in my email. Why am I doing this? But then I open up that email from somebody who says, you know what, Gretchen, you have changed my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're wonderful. The emails that I get from people who really appreciate what I'm doing, that's what keeps me doing it. Love that. I love that. I think this is a perfect way to wrap up the, the episode. And I want to end with a quote by Anne Frank, actually. That's one of my favorites. And that is, no one has ever become poor by giving. 
So just like you were saying, Jason, just just give and help people serve your audience. This is what I teach all the time, and the rewards will come back your way. Maybe not right away, maybe not in the form of money, but in one way or another, you know, the law of reciprocity definitely comes into play. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's you guys are a perfect example of that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Gretchen gets hundreds, hundreds of, she must get a hundred or two comments every day on the blog, and then hundreds on YouTube every day and she tries her best best to answer every single one of them. So, yeah, absolutely. We we definitely believe in that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much. Congratulations on the success. I can't wait to hear what is next for you guys. Um keep me posted on your progress. I'd love to hear perhaps if there's a date at some point at which you guys are going to go full-time with this. Um where uh, Gretchen, where should everybody go to get more information and and check out the blog and see your videos? Woodlandbakeryblog.com, baby. Boom, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or our YouTube channel and Facebook. She's on Facebook a lot. so Yeah, if you want to chat personally with me, Facebook is uh, on the Woodland Bakery blog page is the place to go. Cool, awesome, guys. Thank you so much for your time today. And, um, you know, as always, I'll just wrap up with some final final thoughts after we hang up. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Gretchen and Jason over at woodlandbakeryblog.com. Amazing success story, and you can obviously hear the passion in Gretchen's voice in terms of baking and all that she does for her work. And then Jason coming on with his expertise and knowledge um, in building a business. It's just a perfect combo, and it worked out really well. And so congratulations to both of you, and I can't wait to see what's in the future for Woodland Bakery and woodlandbakeryblog.com. I mean, the YouTube channel is even since recording this, has, has gained an extra 10, 20,000 subscribers. It's just awesome. So cool. So if you have a business out there, a blog, and you've been working at it for a while, and it's just kind of not you know, doing what you had wished it would do, there is hope. There is hope. You just got to connect with the right people. And I mean, you should always be connecting with the right people. But beyond that, doing the right research, implementing the right strategies, and giving those strategies a chance to produce the results for you, and just really wanting it really absolutely wanting it how bad do you want it i hope you want it really bad i want it bad for you thanks again for listening to the show as always the show notes are available and the links and resources and everything mentioned on this show direct links to everything that gretchen and jason has going on over at smartpassiveincome.com slash session one two three and of course i want to thank today's sponsor which is 99designs.com if you have any design needs in your business or your blog, and you're struggling to find the right designer, or perhaps you don't have enough money to hire somebody one-on-one, and sometimes that takes a long time to go back and forth if you just have one designer, 99designs is a great solution for you. I've used it in the past myself. What you do is you can get a design you love by putting in your job description of what you want, and then designers, dozens of designers, compete to deliver you the best design from logos to website design to t-shirts, car wraps, anything that you need designed, you can have it designed with 99designs.com. And what's awesome is we worked out a deal with them, 99designs.com slash SPI. If you go through that link, 99designs.com slash SPI, you'll get a $99 power pack of services for free, which is awesome so check it out like i said i've used it in the past i've used it for a number of niche sites it's great it's fast it's it's actually quite fun too because you can actually have your audience or your friends and family vote on certain designs and you know you'll be able to pick out the best one you like so check it out again lastly 99designs.com slash spi thanks so much and by the time this goes live i will be on my way or perhaps if you're listening to this later already in australia 
yes, Australia, all the way on the other side of the world for Pro Blogger event, the event that's thrown each year by Darren Rouse, one of my idols in blogging, and his amazing team over there is working on and putting on a great show. And I'm going to do what I can to make it an even better show with an opening keynote presentation. So that'll be awesome. And I'm going to be meeting some family there as well through my wife's side. And let's see, uh, Chris Ducker is going to be there as well. He's attending the event, and he and I are actually doing a one-day business breakthrough Australia edition, uh, which is going to be super cool. Just a lot of fun things happening. My son went to preschool for the first time today and that was crazy and awesome and so fun and amazing and scary at the same time it's just awesome I I love you know I got to get him back on the show you know I know you've heard his voice before I'll have him tell you about a day in school or something like that the next time all right guys thanks so much that's enough of me rambling I appreciate you so much and all the reviews ratings subscribes and downloads you're awesome without you I would not be where I'm at today so I'm here to help you as much as I can cheers take care and You can get the show notes, smartpassiveincome.com slash session one, two, three. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point. So I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray. And in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.